0: Welcome to Real Rap with Reynolds Teacher Talk, with your host C.J. Reynolds.
1: Hey, everybody. My name is C.J. Reynolds. I don't assume that everyone's uh, like been here before. Like, what if you're new? And if you're new, I want you to know that this is a safe space to sort of like uh, share what's going on in your life, ask questions about education or or beyond. And it's not just me answering all these questions. It's all these fantastic people. Look, I mean, you have like, you got John Lopez in there. You got Maisha's in there. Stephanie Henry's always in there. Tracy Pinter um, is one of our rider da- uh, Unicorns rock. Like, it's just like a whole host of folks in there that are going to engage with you when you ask a question. If you ask a question, please put Q or question in front of it. That way I can just, it's... Because there's a lot of talking going on in there, because uh, Tracy Pinter is like at a social event right now, so um, it just lets us see that you have a, a question. Um, and look, if this isn't enough for you, I do private mentoring. There's the Facebook group Real Rap with Reynolds Teacher Talk on Facebook. You can also uh, buy the book, which is coming out mid-April. Should I say the date? They told me not. I don't know if they said no that. because it date. fluctuates. Can I tell them what the date is and then it will fluctuate? I just want to tell people okay. the, date. the date's we're April 17th. Um, so impatient. Yeah, I am impatient. That's why, you know, and look, the, so they're shifting all these books around, but mine made the cut um, of books that are still coming out on time. So April 17th is the day. Uh, I think we're not going to do a presale now because I, because if we do a presale, the presale would still start on April 17th. And that means the books wouldn't get shipped till like the end of april i'd rather people just be able to order them and do it and then we're gonna have some kind of giveaway and stuff too and i you know if you've been on my channel for a minute i don't do giveaways i'm not like not that dude like i give stuff away sometimes but like i don't i just don't like making people Contest. it's because i feel like it's like making people jump through hoops to get stuff it's like hey want something for free you can just have it so we're uh, that's what we're trying to figure out um so look go ahead and put your question in i'll answer as many questions as i can um, look, this is super laid back. This is—I feel ultra laid back today because <laughs> I am working in the, in the yard today. I'm working in the garden, so this is gardening, Reynolds. Outfit. I was going to get all dressed up for everyone. Um, yeah, and oh, he, let me ask this question too. If you could just throw it in there. Um, oh, people are saying what they're what they've been doing. John Lopez spring cleaning. I'm really interested in this.
0: He also said cleaning out his fountain. Cleaning pens. up
1: apartment um recording ukulele videos oh i see you girl i see you on instagram if no one follows if you don't follow unicorns rock on instagram you should go check it out hulu workouts two online classes awesome panda cheese you win the life trophy for that name um can you mention the book title uh the book title is teacher class off the real rap guide to teaching and we're getting these sweet hoodies made and stuff and we got really great stickers and bookmarks made and stuff
0: yeah, that's if we can continue to get anything made. Like I don't even know if where we were going to get sweatshirts. Yeah. If
1: they're still
0: doing. Oh, anything. we'll
1: make them ourselves. We will uh, buy white uh, sweatshirts and I'll write on them.
0: No, I don't think anybody wants to. Buy People such will write those.
1: I'll get John Lopez to write on them in calligraphy.
0: That actually. There might you work.
1: go. <laughs> uh, was I going to ask? I had a question for everyone, real quick. Sorry. Son of a gun. What was it? I don't know. Come on, we share one mind. No, we tap in.
0: Thank the Lord, we
1: don't tap (laughs) (laughs) into my brain. (laughs) What do you mean?
0: I don't Don't want to be that hot mess of a mind. What
1: was my question? I was gonna. I asked what everyone's been doing, and then oh, here's my question. Um, I've been going live on Instagram uh, Monday through Friday with different educators, and so I have this whole week is booked out. This week I have like Jeremy Alschmeyer, who just wrote Next Level Teaching. Um, Jen Jones is gonna be on tomorrow. Uh, Allison Aspy, who's uh DVC author. Um,
0: Jonathan Alshmire.
1: Teach, Hustle, Inspire. And I forget the fifth person. No, I already said him. Oh. Um, so my question is, if I could reach out and speak to someone, have them come on live on Instagram, who do you think is someone that would be cool? Like, is it maybe there's like a favorite education person you have? Maybe there's someone low-key awesome that I don't know about. Like, if you could put that... I don't know why that's happening so much, but if you could put that in the, uh, comment section, I would love to just know like who you think would be a good person for me to talk to on Instagram. I'm just looking for kind of fun people. Cause I think I'm going to keep doing it because it's really fun to do. Um, questions. Lily F is asking, um, when you use your green screen with iMovie, how do you get a crisp background? When I've tried, this for my videos, but the edges get fuzzy and pixelated. Could you post a video, explain this?" So I do have, I shot a video and I'm editing it now about how I do green screen stuff for my students. And it's it's not a be all end all video because I'm not that tech set. I'm like good enough to do what I do, but I'm not any better than that. Um, so I I don't know why that works so well, but I would, I there's a couple of things I'm thinking of one, um, I just shoot on my iPhone. I have the i what iPhone do I have eleven? Whatever the newest iPhone is I have, yeah. right? And that, that is nice. really good. I find that if you're if you're well lit, um that helps as well. So I have a really cheap green screen. It's essentially a green tablecloth, yeah. like, yeah, it's no more fancy than that. Um, but I'm well lit. So what I would do if I was you, bars, um, is shoot in front of a window. So right now I don't have my light ring on, but I'm in front of this giant dining room window that we have, and so the light is on my face. That's what I would try to try to do, because I think that's probably gonna help as well. Um, and then on iMovie, it, on my computer, I don't know that I can do this on my phone. There's an option on there, like when you go green screen, I'll put this in the video. Um, Make a mental note, put this in the video. Uh, There's pens and stuff right there. To, you can erase, like if you get fuzzed out stuff or crazy stuff in the background, you just take this little eraser and touch those spaces and it goes away. So that's been helping also. And also my green screen has to be really flat. If there's wrinkles in it, it picks up on those discrepancies and then it just doesn't look as good too. So the other day I tried to get away with a wrinkly green screen and then it just didn't, it didn't look as nice.
0: I don't think anybody actually noticed. I don't think
1: anyone noticed because I was wearing a cowboy hat and playing a cigar guitar. Yeah. So just saying
0: you took the attention there. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Heather McClure, Heather McClure. She's Irish. I think maybe I don't really know. Um, Heather is asking anyone have a poetry lesson to share out high school sped. Thanks. Uh, Much love to all. So here I'm going to give you the where, where you have to go for poetry on Amazon. There is, um, if you go into my Amazon store, which is under any of my videos, except for the lives, cause I don't always get to like posting all the stuff under the lives, but any of my regular videos, there's an Amazon store and I, I'm going to get two cents from this. So I appreciate that. Just, you know, so, you know, that I'm trying to make money here, but there is, there are two books called learn then burn. And it's by my friend, Derek Brown, who owns a company called right, bloody, bloody poetry. And it is really great it's like poetry for kids that don't like poetry so it'll give you like the poem it will give you the lesson breakdown and then it gives you like whatever kind of worksheet or handout goes along with it and it's really really good like so good that for my poetry class i'm going to order it this week again um because mine are at the school and i'm going to just use them for the rest of the the year for my poetry class there's so much stuff in there and i think they actually came out with a second version too so you can either get it on Amazon or you can go to writebloodypoetry.com and it's awesome. And if you're just looking for good poems, go to write bloody, uh, poetry on YouTube and there's tons and tons of good stuff. So some of it isn't like might be inappropriate for your students depending on like the age and type of student that you teach. Um, but so check it before you, before you check yourself, before you wreck yourself. But all the stuff in the workbooks is clean. Like they only use like really great stuff in there that is applicable for all students. And it's so awesome. Uh, Little space freckles is saying, I don't know. Why, I don't know why I say people's names. I do Anyway, let's keep going on. Um, by planning my, I'm planning my first eighth grade English lesson for next week on social issues and social justice. Anyone have any ideas for fun, engaging stuff? I think it's not just the lesson. It's what you do to the lesson that's going to make it fun. So I've been using New York Times like crazy. I've been using Scholastic Magazine has their stuff is for free now. Um, And they they deal with social issues on there all the time. And they give you, so does New York Times. They They give you like, here's the video, here's the reading selection, here's the questions, here's the activity. So it's all there for you. And then the way I've been trying to sprinkle magic on that is just by making the videos for my students. So that's that's my choice of how I'm choosing to do that. I have other friends that are... Um, my friend Ed is... Rec- like he's reading stories to the students and creating an audio file because he's dealing with students that need that resource. Um, you could do that and you could play... Like you could put that in GarageBand or an iMovie and put like sound effects underneath of it. You could... Do all kinds of fun, crazy stuff. And so my friend Becky has also been doing a really good job at this too. But I don't know how the hell to spell Becky's name or how no. to even say it. If you go into I'm gonna add Okay, because her last name is like Schnedakodak or something Snooker Shn- something. Dooker. Something like that. Something crazy. Oh shoot. I think- so, but, but that's 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 what I'm thinking of. Did you lose the question? You know what's oh, gonna happen the first, next? Eighth grade one.
0: Oh. No, but poor Charlene Martini says that she She's feeling like a nutcase today. She said she needs us.
1: But yeah. I look, I mean, I, I, this time it's like, what do you do with yourself? It's so much time because I I am happy to work all the time.
0: I think we go either way. We could go full, like not lost our will to live, but like, just watching tv eating food and kind of completely like vegging out that kind of like rest can feel restful also but that only takes you so long when you're in this amount of time for a lockdown it's like no
1: when your ass starts hurting cuz you've been on the couch for yeah. too long it's like bro or your this is a, your body is telling you to get up yeah <laughs> when um, you're
0: disinterested <clears> in like <throat> facebook or instagram or twitter or yeah. like anything on youtube well, especially cuz it's all the like, worst like,
1: stuff man i have to like i created a new account Um, I don't know if I told you this, I created a new Instagram account where I'm only following people that are like, like my favorite people that are like sort of uplifting or, or into like inspiring. And it's only a handful of folks. And I don't, no one knows that it's me because I made up an, uh, an account. And so Mm -hmm. I just follow like, like cool people. And it's just more fun that way. The other thing I'm thinking of is like, I we've had to have a, a routine in all of this. Like I have to have a routine. Like where we I don't make myself get up in the morning, but I just wake up whenever I wake up. Come downstairs. Same morning routine is always like having coffee, praying, reading, um, hanging out with my wife. And then yesterday, I, I didn't get up off the couch till eleven o'clock. I watched gardening videos and found out how to like move some of the stuff in my room. How do I divide certain plants? How do I um, what do I do with seeds that I'm growing? Cause I'm growing all these seeds this year. Cause I don't have anything else to do. Like, I'm just looking up things that are interesting to me and I spend the rest of the day doing that. Uh, but yet TV gets real boring and we're watching some really great shows right now. Um,
0: Oh, she said but, she's being bombarded with like PDs and this app and that app. and Yeah. Like I'll tell you what, going out of my mind. I just, I
1: haven't been doing it. Like you, you I just don't that, do literally all literally of it. the
0: first week you were that way. I don't even think all schools were closed down
1: yet. I like, do. And it's makes, starts making you crazy. Right. When like all like, um, and I told them this, so like if anyone happens to be watching this, I'm not dissing, but the freshman grade level, the great freshman team, my school just has a ongoing thread text thread that just keeps going and going. And I'll look at my phone. And I have 160 text messages and I'm like, guys, I just can't follow along with this. Like I have children, I have a dog, I have other things to do. Like, I just can't keep up on that. Um, but it's for the same reason I don't watch like the news all day. I don't read the news all day. I don't stay on social media all day because, um, it's just, it's just but it doesn't put my head in a good place. So right. for me, it's finding other stuff to do. um, Amy is asking, "We are in total lockdown in South Africa uh, with corona we're We've never needed to do uh, much e-learning, but we are now necessitated to. I send the kids content, but short, sure, not sure how do I do assessments, any advice? I, so I think th- here's the interesting part in all of this, and I'd be really interested if anyone has an answer to this. We don't do e-learning in the ninth grade at my school. So I teach ninth grade primarily, and we don't do it because our students are not one-to-one. All of a sudden they are one-to-one, but half the kids can't figure out how to use Google Classroom. I assign stuff. They don't know how to open it. They're asking me for permission instead of using the copy that I made from, it's like all, it's like trying to figure all this madness out, right? Even that being said, it's like, what do you do when does come time for an assessment? Is it just essay-based? It can't be multiple choice because they're going to look up the answers somewhere. Like, is it a project? Like, how do I know, how do I create a project unless it's completely online? Because I don't know who has what sort of resources and is there enough like paid, like free stuff out there that my students can use? So I've used sites like Do before. Storybird will give you a, a limited amount of stuff for free on there. Um, there are some sites, but I'm it's trying to figure out like, how am I actually assessing students and what they're doing? So right now I'm just not like, I'm not planning on any sort of assessment because uh, I can't, because it's like, what's the use of coming up with that? If kids can just somehow cheat and I don't, I haven't figured out a way around that yet. So if anyone wants to answer that, I would love to know what you're, what you're going to do, like, or how you're doing it, that would be awesome. Um, I'm going to go to the next question yeah. because it's right on there. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. And keep typing. Uh, <laughs> a question. How do you have a personal connection in online format, either creating personal connection or maintaining a personal connection? This is from Abby. Abby, I have started to do two things. One, I have office hours that are online. All my students uh, know that I'm on Zoom at 10 to 11 every single day. Um, so they can check in. And the kids I've had check-in so far, we're not talking about school stuff. We're just talking about stuff and like, how are you feeling about all this? What have you been doing with yourself? Like what TV shows have you been watching? Um, what could you do to your with your time if you're really bored? And it's been just trying to talk about regular stuff. And then I started doing... Um, lunchtime starting last Friday, where I just put an invite out to probably 10 dudes and they all meet up on Google Classroom or on Google Hangouts and we just hang out. And again, it's not school stuff, it's just checking in with guys. But it's all my homies that have been eating lunch with me for the last four years that they've been in high school. They're all seniors, one of them is a junior, but they're all guys that like. I need to know how they are because we didn't, it wasn't like the end of the school year where you just leave and you know, when you're coming back or you got to say goodbye, it was like, we left one day and then the next day we were told not to come back to the school. And it was like, bam, instantly, I lose contact with all those individuals or I hit them up on DMS um, or some guys, if I have their phone number uh, or if I can dig up their phone number, I just text them and say like, Hey man, just checking in on you and your family, see how you're doing, how you're feeling. And that has been good because there's kids that are like freaking out over this that are like just watch the news all the time or their parents lost their job or they're not sure what to make of all this or they can't like school is really difficult now because they don't have like the time and space and quiet to do the work. And so trying to figure that out has been really invaluable. So that's, that's one way that I've been working with students is trying to figure out platforms online to meet with them. Um, in a way that's not just class; it's just meeting up to meet up.
0: Um, I just want to say, Deanna Owens and Tracy said that you can do multiple choice uh, quiz assignments in Google Forms, but you can, when you set the assignment, you can put it in lock mode, and it locks the screen, so they're not allowed to toggle into other windows, so they can't really cheat or look it up.
1: Well, I guess unless they, could they use their phone, phone, right? But it's like, and so I get it. Yeah um, it's worth trying. Like, I I think we did that for an assignment instead of giving them like having them write down their answers. Um, for a reading assignment, it was like, no, just it's like multiple choice. Um,
0: someone else said she also just gives everything as kind of like open book. And it's like,
1: yeah. And that might be the move also is like, how are we figuring this out? Like, um, to do that, there was already a question on it. Oh, Uh, Amy is asking, we have started teaching online. My student, my kids have very little technology. <clears throat> At best, some have cell phones. The district that I work for does not provide technology to students. What do I do? Amy, that's, so look, I complete your district. I would either raise hell in your district or if it's just never gonna happen. I don't know, like if you live in some special circumstance where you're never going to be able to get computers or get computers in time for your students, I think it's about encouraging students to just think about like to read every day, to write every day for just a few minutes. You could read for 20, 15 minutes a day. And then um, one of the ideas I gave someone the other day was like, why not have the whole family read at the same time? Like push this effort that like every night after dinner, uh, we all sit down, we grab a book and for 20 minutes we read and then we just talk about it. (laughs) So what that's doing is taking the pressure off parents who now all of a sudden have to become teachers and you're making it real low stakes because you're making it so that they just have to talk to one another about like, what are you reading about? What's the main character doing? What's the conflict? What's, is it making you think of anything else? So you're essentially, you are um, annotating what you're reading, but you're just doing it out loud with someone else. And I think that that's, good enough. Maybe have your kids journal every day. Maybe maybe they write letters to someone. Maybe they look something up. Maybe you're underlined. No, dog, I'm not going to play with you right now. Um, Just can't you see I'm online? Uh, You you could just figure out like little ways like that. Like, you know, I'm trying to do things at my house where it's like, with my daughter baking as much as she's been baking it. Like my wife is talking to her about like, what is a cup? What is a tablespoon versus a teaspoon, um, about doing the math, about figuring like problem solving and certain partic- particular things that she's like making these, um, what'd she make yesterday? It's like cupcakes, but it was just oh, pancake batter, pancake.
0: Pancake muffin. but
1: with all different stuff in it. So like whether it's, uh, blueberry guts, um, <laughs> sprinkles, chocolate chips, and like having the problem solve, how do you do some of that stuff? Uh, Working in the garden together, talking about birds, going to the woods, like everything is getting turned into a, into a lesson. So my student, my children as, as students are just learning by living. And I think if we promote that for students, that's a really great way to be able to do that with kids. Cause otherwise it's like, they're not If we can't get them computers it's like learning doesn't have to stop there we're just reading and writing and observing and critically thinking and um and growing like that like what's something you've always wanted to do like my friend tal thompson has a maker space we have one created in the kitchen which looks like a hot disaster right now but we just got out all the stuff in our house that we could think of like all the foam core board and poster board and all that crap, caps, yeah, like corpus, and it's like all kinds of make weird something, and then they did. They just start like my daughter just starts making weird things that I'm not sure how to use them. Like this, this <laughs> is like, I don't,
0: I don't. Yeah, she has something else she was working on earlier. I don't. I she, she
1: must have took it with her. Uh oh, she's made a oh, bird a feeder. Bird feeder, yeah, yeah. She's awesome. <laughs> all right, question. Shirley Martini, my buddy is asking, are you? Are you doing individual classes via Zoom or another face-to-face app? How are you planning your time with them? I'm about to go nuts about to put together an actual plan. So I'm not. Um, I don't think it's beneficial, Uh, especially with older students. With younger kids, maybe. I just, it's, I think it is really going to be like, me trying to herd kittens in a way that I cannot do like I normally do, right? So what I think is far more beneficial for teachers is put out a video. Uh, if you were gonna do that, just instead record yourself on your phone or, or whatever, like on your on your computer, and then push that to Google or put it up on YouTube, and then my students can watch that, then they show up for office hours. So that's when they're asking questions because I just don't see, the benefit of trying to get 30 kids on a call all together. And we're doing something together. Like, it's like, there's too many issues with that in terms of what if I have, I have a house of kids that I'm working with right now that there's one computer and five kids. So like, how do we structure the day so that everyone has equal time on the computer? Like, like, I don't know how, like, if they can get on the computer at one o'clock every day when I'm on there. Um, So that's just, it's just too much stuff to figure out. And I get that we are, we are, people keep talking about how we are um, building the plane while we're flying it, which makes me feel a little bit like uh, that movie uh, radio flyer, but we're trying to figure it out as we go. And I just don't think that what, what we're trying to do there is recreate the brick and mortar school online. And it doesn't work. I think trim the fat, make it what you can make it um that was adam welcome said that the mm-hmm. other day we need to trim the fat uh and then take it from there like how are we figuring this out going forward what you got uh,
0: i don't know if that's i don't know if that's a um, question to you or someone else or you...
1: I don't know what that means okay I think that was already another conversation mm-hmm. I'm gonna drink some water while you're looking at that
0: okay got one
1: well, good. Cause I'm done drinking water now. <laughs> Perfect. Kim Morrissey is asking how many hours do you think elementary kids should be working for each day, man? That's a great question. I think it depends on what they're working on. I just, I just don't like when we homeschool, it is never for a set amount of time. It's not a set number of days in a row. It's like the lesson takes what the lesson takes. So like, um, But I just don't...
0: Someone, I forget where I read it or something, like another teacher or something said, like, it's a lot less. Like, oh, it was an article. Like, this is not homeschool. Like, what what schools are now doing online is not what homeschool is. Homeschool is completely Mm -hmm. different. This is online learning is what you're trying to do. So I think, don't forget to, like, They're very different things. Don't confuse those. So it's like, how much online learning should these little kids be doing? I don't, I don't think very much, like, honestly, like, but I think things like encouraging and teaching parents how to turn everyday things into lessons is probably that's more homeschooling and that's what parents can do. And I think if you want more learning for your kids, it's kind of teaching parents how to do that. Yeah. Cause it doesn't come natural to a lot of parents. Like it's not something that's natural for me. I really, it stretches me beyond belief yeah. to like homeschool my kids. It's very difficult
1: for me. So but- but if you're, if I'm thinking about that question, it's like, I'd say if you're reading for 20 minutes a day, 15 or 20 minutes a day, depending on your age and your ability to pay attention, um so i have students at school that i only have read 12 well, like minutes little a day. Kids,
0: little kids love she, they're talking about elementary elementary kids love to be read to like yeah i think they could be read to much more than yeah. that throughout the day a yeah. few
1: yeah our like kids will sit there for 30 40 minutes and, yeah. and be read to so if you're doing that and then you write something um or you are uh where's that comic book book is that still on here um so we've been doing this thing where we got like a book that makes a comic book and you could also do this on something like tuned Do. our kids are listening to a podcast called six minutes so they listen to the podcast and then the job after that is to turn that podcast into so there's no visual for it so you're turning it into a comic book so create a picture that goes along with the story and that's been really great. We've had them making, um, gotcha videos, which my kids are really into. And so if you don't know what that is, you can look it look it up, but, um, it's creating isolated animation cells and then they upload them to the computer. They put music over it. They do voiceovers on it. Um, and that is, you know, and they have speech bubbles. So they're like ta- they're, they're practicing writing and storytelling, like all those sorts of things. So I think if it was an hour, or two a day. That's that's just yeah, like someone, enough. I don't think it needs to be more than said, that.
0: Two different people said that it's four hours a day they're requiring for their elementary
1: students. That's just crazy. I just think that's
0: too much. You don't even do four hours like four hours of
1: homeschool no day because
0: it goes so fast. You don't
1: do four and hours then, of work in in any class. A day. Well,
0: I just think because the, when you're home, the learning is different, right? It's not sit down like we don't do. I do have some programs that my kids like sit down and use. Um, like we do a lot of Nessie and stuff like that for um, my son's dyslexia, but they're not going to sit down and do four hours of that type of work.
1: Like it's it's just ridiculous. Not individual work. So in no. school, it's like working in small groups. It's working. It's like doing stuff like yeah, that as I think well. Yeah,
0: overestimated. Yeah, that's, that's too much.
1: Yeah, I think what we're doing is we're pushing fake rigor and and trying to get people to do
0: yeah. Someone you know, like that. Patty. Patty said. Four hours is crazy. On top of the emotional state that they are in right now, exactly. Yeah, I think I would. If I was a teacher, I just wouldn't listen to my admin. I would say Nope.
1: No, I would push back or or have a real talk with your admin yep. and say like, what's like, what's the? I can't. My hair is doing this thing. Look, it's all coming out. Like, I mean, come on. what's happening right Please now? Please stop. <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to stop it, but it's not listening to me. Um, Jub Jub is asking. I am in college now and do not have any advice. Uh, now do you have any advice on things I could be learning or working on while I'm wasting my time in prerequisites, anything other than your normal advice of subbing or tutoring? So I dude, I would really look into like, like how are you online teaching? Because I don't, I don't know how long all this lasts, but like, what is it? What would it look like if this ever happened again? What would it look like if you had to turn to online learning? I would really put some time and effort into, to thinking about that. Um, other than that, I think it's, I mean, geez, what else would I say? What would I do ahead of time? Um, I don't, I don't know. I get this question so much. I'm trying to think of like some like a way that I don't normally.
0: Well, this is different because you can't go to sub or tutor, like, because of the position that we're in. I think she's asking like, what can you do different? Like,
1: um, I'll tell you yeah. one of the things that I, I really love, and and I think you I would learn more about
0: technology. I think
1: that's one, right? Like, I think everything's cross training. And so like my hero, David Lee Roth, uh, says that everything is cross training. So you are, it's not just doing the thing. So like, let me, let me break it down like this. This is, let's take it this whole different route. Um, there's a song called running with the devil, right? Which I don't love the title of because it kind of bothers me. But anyway, running with the devil is a song by Van Halen. They wrote it in eight minutes. When asked about this, David Lee Roth, did you guys really write this song in eight minutes? David Lee Roth says, yes, but you wrote it in eight minutes after you'd watched thousands of movies, listed to thousands of songs, had all these adventures, had your heart broken 17 times, like been in fights on the street, like all the things you've done make you into the people that you are. So... What other things would create uh, a teacher that are not subbing or tutoring someone or just weren't learning in prerequisites? I think it's everything. Everything you do turns into everything, you, the person that you become. So when I learned to make, when I, I know how to make balloon animals, I know how to build stuff. I know how to, um, I don't know, like I love, love, love music. It's really, it really means a lot to me. I can play drums. I can do all this stuff, but it's like, what, like, how ha, has that becomes a part of my classroom? So I would start thinking about what are you good at? What could you get good at? What are you interested in? And start working through some of those things and then figuring out how they're going to work in your classroom. So Ron Proctor with his, his, uh, cigar box guitar, like takes it in the class. I know a teacher <clears throat> that learned violin and compared things in class to it. teachers that have been engineers before um, have brought that information in people that love animals, people that are into science, into gardening, like you're bringing all that into your classroom and you're teaching through the lens of those things to your students. And that, that makes your teaching better. So I would just start thinking about like, how can you take your love of urban gardening of playing the flute of, you know, I don't know, whatever you're into, like home improvement stuff, like how can you turn that into a lesson or how can you engage students with that, that, have that be your hook and then teach them the lesson that you're that you're hooking them into? What you got there? Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm gonna tell more stories. I don't care. That wasn't really good. I, I don't I don't know where I was going with that. Um, I know people talk so much. It's really great.
0: I mean, yeah, I love it.
1: They're answering their own questions. That's what's happening hmm. Everyone's everyone's handling it. And Aisha has it under control. I just need to stay on. here.
0: Aisha asked if you could do a video between distance learning and homeschooling.
1: Um, sure, maybe. Uh, and how I think some of those can overlap. I think distance learning, I think mainly homeschooling is is really calling on parents to do stuff with their kids. Distance I, learning it's is. hard because is still, everybody's
0: homeschooling model is so different. Like sure. you have people who are super type A and like really, really need structured and You're talking a lot kids. today.
1: I mean, I really just think I you know. should be on. your look really pretty today. No, just
0: saying. Um, <laughs> and I, now I lost my train of thought. I was going to say a lot of like home teachers, like yeah, they, the people that they, we know are really structured. Where like I fit better with an unschooling mo- no. method like that's just tell you what my favorite homeschooling thing is
1: is captain fantastic that movie yeah when they're like living in the woods homeschooling that's like
0: more that's the best yeah
1: that'll make you feel bad about your homeschooling um so my issue is asking cj would you be willing to make a video showing a different oh Oh, jeez So I, I think, yeah, that would be fine. I'm trying to put out a lot of movies or a lot of videos, but I keep getting caught up doing school stuff for like nine hours. Cause grading, just the grading for online stuff is such a pain in the butt. Cause it's like having to look through stuff and, and figure things out. Um,
0: Nobody's in so, school. So nobody has any questions.
1: <laughs> um no, here we go. Uh, you're just not not all of them have question in front of it. Oh, yeah. I'm starting teaching in August. I have a big reading list to tackle before then and I'm hoping to make some of the materials before I start. But do, but what should I be doing with school in the meantime? Um, then there's a second. As in office politics wise, it's hard because I can't really be at the school one of my mentor teachers will like meet that. with uh, only one mentor teacher will meet with me and show me the room, et cetera. Good news is it's my old high school. So I would say this, um, Mr. Prometheus or Miss Prometheus. Um, what would I do in the meantime? I would reach out to folks. I would reach out to other teachers and just write them an email and say like, you know, this is who I am. This is what I, I I'm excited to be on board and start teaching at the school. Um, and I wouldn't go through if if the reading list you're talking about is all the stuff you have to read for the year, I just wouldn't go through. I just wouldn't read all of it. I would plan, like I would like read a book or read, you know, whatever it is that you're that is part of your reading list and then plan for that and take it in chunks because if you're trying to plan for everything, you don't know what's gonna work yet. You don't know what kind of kids you have yet. You don't know what, know what your learning situation or your class sizes or whatever's gonna look like yet. So it really takes getting to know your students um, which is why I think that a lot of online programs don't work like, or haven't worked in my class or I just am not a huge believer in them because they teach to some sort of like, you know, mysterious child that doesn't really exist. Like, I don't know who that those things are based on all the time, but it's like, you need to know your students and how they learn before you can actually teach content to them. So the bones of the, of, of, you know, algebra is algebra, but based on the students that you have, like, how is it going to change um, going forward is kind of what you're looking at. Um, uh, I, guess, I like this. I okay, was great Freckles is, is saying, I've been trying to plan my lessons around Netflix shows. My kids are binging, and I've been watching all my block with them. And we've been analyzing articles <clears throat> on the show and having debates via Zoom. I think that's an awesome idea. My students love that show. And so I think that's, that's a great one to to do that with. Um, we did, we watch a lot of shows during the year. Well, I'll show like one episode from it. But Friday Night Lights is a big one for my students. The 100 on WB is a big one. Um, Shooter, which is about, uh, it's based on the Mark, Mark Wahlberg. What's some new movie. one that we
0: could, that everybody's watching that you could have like your class watch together and then you could like come back in new conversations oh about. that's a
1: great idea dude
0: we could all binge it at the same time
1: yeah that's an awesome idea I, okay, thanks.
0: okay next question. i don't know
1: i'm gonna have to think about that <laughs> that was like a john lopez question right there i can't just mm-hmm. answer it right away i gotta think about it uh where is it oh here we are um are there any books about teaching or ela that you would recommend so logan um my so notoriously okay,
0: teacher class off, but that's not available till mid April. <laughs> I would say teacher class
1: off is my number one choice that comes out mid April, um, by yours truly. I would say, look, I, 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 I know I always go back to this, but I just don't know that many books that I like that are education books. Um, I think okay. Colby Sharp's book that we talked about last week is a great one. Um, I think, you know, tattoos on the heart. Like, I just think that, I think relational stuff is more important to, or more interesting to me. I have to say the, the the two most, the two best educational books I've ever read are There Are No Shortcuts by Rafe Esquith and um, Teach Like a Pirate by Dave Burgess. And, and, and so I didn't ever read Burgess's book. And I've talked about this a bit lately, but like, I never read it. The guy, that he's my publisher. He owns the company that, that I'm being published through. And so I thought like, you know, since he published my book, I should probably read his so I have some sense of who this guy is. And then, but even I had that idea. And it wasn't until I went and saw him speak that I was so utterly blown away by his talk in a way that I am blown away by no one's talk like that. It was so good. I had to read the book and his... So then I read it and I like couldn't believe how good it was. Um and so I that's what I would look at as like one of those two books and then for extra credit I would just read anything by Father Gregory Boyle. Doesn't matter if you're um if you are interested in religion or not like he just is the kind of guy that just never gives up on anybody and that to me is like it's it's that's that is the toughest like thing in teaching.
0: Hamish Brewer is one of those people too.
1: Hamish Brewer is a
0: hefty book, and I haven't we haven't sat down to like read that one.
1: No, Um but that's a good one. Yeah. So Hamish, like Brewer. he is
0: the same. But you know what? Because, of, because because guy,
1: him and Dave, they're the kind of folks that like are in it. They're really doing it. It really matters to them, and they really care.
0: Adam, welcome.
1: And so yeah, but like, but when. What I'm getting at though is like sometimes like you get books on education by someone who like in theory they love a lot, sell their program or something like that. And it's like, dude, you don't even teach, man. Like you taught or you taught for a year and then you wrote a book. What's up? She's asking if she can
0: have some of her uh, mini TikTok. pancake muffins.
1: Oh, your pancake muffins that you made?
0: But I think for a TikTok. Oh I
1: don't know what's
0: happening.
1: Marley's been doing a lot of TikTok also. Uh, oh, that was one I was. Um, Kim Morsey is asking, any ideas on helping students learn cursive while they're at home? We were just about to start uh, it before they started. First of all, Kim, let me just say that John Lopez and I are thrilled that you're teaching your kids <laughs> cursive. My students can't even read my cursive. And although I have made up my own brand of cursive, uh, I love cursive. Like, it's like, how can you ever write a thank you note to someone in not cursive? It's like, it's not as thank you I I don't think. Uh, I would say
0: Stop, I hate writing in cursive, which is really funny. Really? I like enjoy print.
1: You write too. really fast too. Like I so do. fast. Oh yeah. I'm like, I'm like this. Do, 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 do. I don't even know what theme song that was. I think that was that Franklin D'Angelo song. That was so weird. Um, I would say there's gotta be something online. Like I know that there's um, online learning communities where like, folks are just like Skillshare, like that kind of a thing. And you can see people. And I only know that because somebody we knew was learning like calligraphy online and shared a site with me. And it was really cool. So oh, it uh, was like
0: a YouTube <clears> that did it, like how to do like yeah. fancy handwriting.
1: Yeah. I would look it up on YouTube. That's what I would do. Or like see if there's a, um, a website for like a, like a Skillshare kind of a thing. Um, and I would just look for really engaging videos on how to do it and
0: but this for little kids you think that exists for little kids
1: there's gotta be there's a youtube channel for for everything man i know i mean i looked up i had there's a youtube channel i watched the other day that was just for how to make uh leaf mold (laughs) bro get after it you ready oh oh my bad i didn't know you were so ready piano boy what's up buddy is asking that's not
0: really a question okay
1: great news I got my first teaching job. Fantastic. Uh, I'll be teaching junior high and high school social studies history, a small school 15 minutes away in Illinois. I think that's where ill is. Is that for Uh, next year? Yeah, so is that for next year are you doing it or is that for this year? Um, That's awesome. Uh, What a crazy time to start teaching in this, Like, and to the other question too, like someone else's point to that. Uh, oh, it was the Doug theme song. Um, It's just like, that is what, what I just think it will make such a great story. So in my head, I always think about things in terms of like, what kind of story will this make? And like, whether that's dealing with stuff with my students, with my, you know, as a couple, with my friends, with my kids, I'm like, no, we got to do this because it's such a great, it makes such a great story. So I just think that what a great story to, 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 figured that out so congratulations if there's ever anything i can do just reach out man and let me know and I, i'm i'm down uh, you have another one no nope. um i did the audible of teach like a pirate awesome as he reads. oh i didn't know he even had an audible of teach like a pirate that's awesome
0: i'm looking for is
1: uh um, stephanie race and cursive is evil <laughs> um
0: ours are evil Private videos. Inclusive.
1: Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um,
0: oh, I have a question. Sorry. Here go you.
1: for it. Cool. Uh, Jay is asking, hi from India. Hey, what's up, man? Um, it's... Uh, I would love to go to India. And From India, and new sessions of school are not yet... are not started yet, but how do I engage with students during lockdown? What to prepare? Account, Accountancy students. So I... I am really of the belief and I you know if you watch my content for 5 minutes you realize that like relationships are huge for me. Now look, why are relationships such a big deal? Because it, it's strategic also. It's not just like it's not just like some kind of like um we should all care about kids thing. It just makes sense. When people care, other people care. So when I care about my students, they listen to me. When I care about my students out loud and often, they don't break my stuff. They do their work. They don't lie to me. They don't cheat in my class. They don't start fights in my class. They don't come at me. They don't say rude things to me. I don't deal with classroom management issues on a level which a lot of other people do because I know my students. So if I think about anyone I deal with, so let me break it down like this. If you're driving in your car, they say the reason That people that are just driving along. Look, I'm making a whole illustration out of it. If you're driving in your car and you snap on someone because they cut you off because they honk their horn because they're not going through the red light, even though it freaking turned green, what are you still sitting there for? Um, Or you do that thing where someone cuts you off on the highway and you pull up next to them and then you got to give them the look, right? Where we always have to look at them to see what the hell they were doing as if we're going to figure it out. We do that because on a scale from 1 to 10, we're already on 7 just by driving your car. I think teaching is a little bit like that. Like, right? You're already on some number. You're not like starting at 0 and then going to 10 out of nowhere. You are already sort of like anticipating. You're already dealing with um, – what is that thing called? Um, decision fatigue? Is that what it is? Yeah. Where you answer like some absurd number of questions every single day. You're always kind of looking to make sure everyone's learning and make sure they're sitting in their seats and all that stuff. When we do that in our cars, have you ever beeped at someone, yelled at someone, cursed someone out? And then you saw that it was someone you knew and you immediately felt like an idiot. So I've done this on my way to school several times. And then someone yeah, pulls in. like the, that
0: when we're late for church and we're like. Dude, that's why I don't then, do
1: it on the way to church because that and day. And
0: that person goes exactly. Do you remember in that, and, that happened? Lot, and I'm like, oh, here's
1: Someone here. did that. And I was like, I they got behind us. And then we both turned into the church parking lot. I was like, oh, brother." <laughs> now we need to repent. Um, So that is, so, but but when we know someone, we have a reason now for like, we learn the reason they might be acting like that. They know the reason we might be acting like the way we're acting out um, because we know who they are. We took the time to get to know them. So it's really just a logistical move on why you should build relationships with someone. Um, And it's not just because I like relationships. It's not just because it's a good idea or it's cute or you want kids to come to your retirement party in 30 years. It's also because it just makes sense because um, people will treat you better when they know who you are. Uh, Candice, COVID could still very likely be around in the fall. There's two parts, okay. Um, it feels as though many administrators and educators are only thinking about the short term rest of spring and maybe into the summer. What should we be thinking about ahead of time for the fall, Candace? That's a great question. And I'm going to be honest with you. I think that that really needs to come from teachers. And if we are thinking about it now and entering in the conversations with the administration now, it's just going to better our students. I, I think that nobody really has a sense of what's going on right now like like philly's still planning on sending us back to school in the middle of april and we all know that's not happening like it's just like
0: new york and jersey are insane new jersey
1: we're the number two state right now and they're saying that it's going to keep exploding in pockets around the country
0: and so north to south yeah
1: and with that i think all right so how do we how do we still grow in this time someone called it uh the other day who was i listening to um uh, it was ryan oh damn i forget his name no um but they were talking about how the stoics referred to this as a lifetime or die time and so when you dealt with the pandemic back in the day it was like are you in your home on lockdown and growing you're living you're becoming better you're getting better at other stuff you're growing as a human being or are you shrinking and so if you're shrinking you're just sort of mindlessly doing whatever it is that you do during the day watching tv going on social whatever um with no sense of like adding to it or becoming better or growing or learning through it you're just kind of mind it's like candy crush which i will admit i started playing again the other night and
0: this is cj's new
1: uh i've been crushing <laughs> candy
0: pleasure. I, Secretly, until over. Peers over Brody peers everybody Brody yells at me
1: more, watching <laughs> Lego master builders, and he's like, "What are you doing? Pay attention!" <laughs> um, so, I, I think that that has to be something teachers come up with, and so I'd really, I'm really interested in what people have to say about that. You can leave it in the comments, or that's a great question to post in the Facebook group uh, Real Wrap with Reynolds Teacher Talk um, because it's a closed group, because it's only educators, and what is this going to look like going forward? Because I think we're going to come up with some you know, the potential for schools to come up with some whack ass program or some, you know, stupid idea is real. So how do educators kind of get in front of that? And I think that's by us trying a bunch of stuff now, seeing what works, seeing how kids are growing, how kids are learning, and then taking that to the to the next level. Um, Abby is asking, on the job note, tips for getting a job? Um, I think right now um, is i i think look let me throw this one out there um everything in life seems to be about who you know right got like so many it's when what do they say like when opportunity meets preparation When preparation meets opportunity equals i don't know something cool Imagine. right yeah uh if you are preparing yourself to become an educator if you're preparing your lessons if you have i think a pinterest account is one of those things that every single teacher should have you're going through and pinning ideas not just things that look like a lesson but things that are like oh i could turn this go-kart making activity into this lesson on physics um something along those lines so when you're constantly in the mode you're reading you're getting ready for it and then I think becoming a part of a community is the next piece. So whether that's the Facebook group, whether that's meeting people on Twitter, whether that's online conferences like um, what's uh, Matera's John the Hive? Oh,
0: Hive Summit! This
1: Hive Summit's coming up. Um, <clears throat> so like doing stuff like that, becoming a part, meeting up on here, meeting actual people. Like I often think. What would it be like if I needed a job now? Because I know so many educators online that if my school shut down, if something like, you know, it got to be the worst and I couldn't be there anymore. Like, what would it be like if I needed a job now? Um, Could I just put it out online? Would I be able to get job opportunities from people? Like, because I know them. And so, yeah, that's something I think about. So I think it's about becoming an active part, an active part of a community where you are helping people out. You're offering suggestions. You are, um, be, becoming one of the team. And then if someone's looking for a job, maybe they put it online. Maybe, you know, that person, maybe you have the connect somewhere. And and that, so I think that that's really how it works, but that's been so much, that's been speaking engagements in our life. That's been that's, getting the book. It's been this. getting, it's been building the business. It's,
0: it's relationships again. Yeah, It's, it's always, always relationships
1: because they're good strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Divergency is asking, will your book be published in Audible? We are working. It so, depends.
0: that's the answer.
1: There, uh, let me say this: there will be an audio version of my book. I don't know what that's going to look like yet. It's based on sales, so the publisher will do it. But it's a six to seven thousand dollar investment. As long as your sales are there, if your sales aren't there, then they don't make. You know, if you're selling two books a month, then you're not going to make it. Um, I don't think we're going to be in that situation, but because I have viewers like folks that engage with my content online that are visually impaired, I want to make um, an audio for them. So if that means that I have to get my microphone and sit here on my computer and read the whole thing and and put it out myself that I'll just send to people like privately, um, then I'll do it. Like I'll I'll figure out a way to do that. But uh, and that might sound like, you know. Hilarious, you know me just sitting there reading, but you know that's what I'm thinking of. So it will be eventually uh, available at some point. Um, and I just love audiobooks too. Like I read way more audiobooks than I, or listen to more audiobooks than I actually read books. uh Freckles is asking Scribd. Oh, it's saying Scribd. I uh, have you Scribd, which is like Audible has an entire library of audiobooks, which includes Teach Like a Pirate. Oh, for free for the next thirty days, so people will have something to do with their quarantine time. That is. Awesome. I'm going
0: to go look it up and um, download a bunch yeah, of stuff.
1: Yeah, dude, for sure. Write that down. I forgot about them. That's like one of those sites I, I don't know knew like back screen in screen the day. Um, well, allow me. Ta-da.
0: Thank you. Got you, girl. Um, here
1: you go. Got you. Logan is asking, um, can Mr. Reynolds' secret oh secret wife lead a teacher talk one Sunday? I think it'd be awesome to hear her perspective. Yes.
0: <laughs> no why not i don't want to lead anything
1: you should just be on with me i always think you should be on with me maybe. It should just be us
0: maybe i'm not a teacher that's why
1: yeah but you know all the stuff mm-hmm. you could have answered any question
0: no i there's find
1: nothing. another question i bet you say the same thing that i would have no. said what's the question i'm gonna ask you no. ready
0: no 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 This one, anthony's
1: asking okay going to ask my first question ever anthony Way to take a step, man. No, I think uh,
0: it's a three-part question. Right.
1: On that. <laughs> he like waited. He was like, "Look, if I'm asking a question, it's going to be the super big three-parter." Um, the school world has been crazy at uh, as of last Friday. I'm at a small STEM charter school in California. Sorry, in California, <laughs> we closed, and my principal is super worried about losing it. Um,
0: Keeps going there's
1: Part two. Principal is going into lockdown. She is wanting us to uh, to meet daily and have daily meetings with every IEP and send over lesson plans st- um, for the staff to post it.
0: Wait, daily IEP meetings with every... I
1: guess. Hold on. The math teacher also quit and I am doing... So I am doing science and math in these meetings. Not sure that my principal is going off the rails or if I am overrating or overreacting maybe. Um, The English teacher broke down in the meeting. um, Is that the last one? No. Oh, and then, okay. So then Anthony is just like talking to other people. Um, so gosh, I think, so they're worried that your school's going to shut down. I don't understand why the school would shut down if it still has students going there. Um, but, and so look, I, I, maybe, maybe the principal's idea here is to go above and beyond to really prove that they can do it. Here's the problem with that is that I think when we are, asking teachers for too much, we're going to burn teachers out. Teachers are already burned out anyway. Teachers are already struggling in the classroom with the way they normally do things, with the routines that they already have, with the students and the relationships that they've already built, then to take it into this new level and go, now we need this much work from you. You were already stretched. Um, It's sort of like uh, Seth Godin has this thing where he did a TED talk and he asks the whole audience to raise their hand as high as you can. Raise your hand as high as you can. Everyone, everyone, raise your hand as high as you can. And then he says, now raise it a little bit higher. And the whole audience goes, gets it a little bit higher up there. That is, that's work, that's school. That's how we deal with our students in a nutshell. That is why students don't do their absolute best because they know we're going to ask them to do a little bit more. So why not play it safe, kick it with a C. And then in the last moment, when you got to do a little bit more, you can squeak out a B or maybe a low A. Um, That's why kids don't do their absolute best. And I think that teachers are going to end up being the same way. They're going to get broken. And so I think that is when my friend Adam was talking about trimming the fat the other day. I think what that means is we have to rethink the way that we're doing school. How do we get kids that are now at home and us online to actually learn? What do we want them to learn? How do we get them from here to here? That's it by any means necessary, we should be thinking about that. And in this time, we are forced to be so creative. This is like the 18 MacGyver version of teaching all of a sudden, where how do we make education work with a screwdriver, some duct tape, a cotton ball, and a bird feather? I don't know. Like, like What are we doing to get that? And I just think that that's really daunting, but also kind of really exciting because it's making me reimagine what education actually looks like. And- taking my mandatory 50-minute period and paring it down to how do I communicate this in five or less minutes. So, and, and look, I think that there's a question. Um, I don't know if this is from the guy that started XPRIZE or Ray Dalio or some, somebody asked this question one time where they said, what would it look like if it were easy, So, if we had to teach algebra online, teach history online, teach English, teach imagery, teach symbolism, teach uh, calculus, physics, what would it look like if it were easy? And I think oftentimes we overcomplicate things when, look, any good, anything that is amazing in the world. There's a simple version of it, right? So like you could make a meal that has 90 steps and it's the art of French cooking, or you can make some really simple meals with very few ingredients that are off the chain. I make this sriracha spaghetti that is so incredibly good that it, and it's like three things in it, right? It's like, Mm But are the really ingredients quality, right? So, like,
0: sriracha, butter, and garlic. But yeah, don't yeah. tell
1: everyone <laughs> my secret sauce, babe, that I found on Pinterest. Right.
0: But that's the truth, though. And seeing for like, I get what you're saying in lesson planning because, in like, when I look for recipes, it's like the ones that look really, really awesome. And I go to the directions and they're super intense and complicated. I go, nope, I'm fine and still delicious and wonderful. Um, and I think you can do that in education. My, Question though, for that guy, that poor guy, it's like-
1: Do you want to squeeze in no, here on I the time real
0: quick? What do you do? What's he supposed to do when like admin is requesting all this other stuff and all the teachers are feeling the meltdown? Do you get all the teachers together and speak to the admin to Here's like, make the, change? like I think, I make the change?
1: I think you get all the teachers together, do a Zoom call with your teachers and don't just complain because that is is very natural, it seems like for teachers to, or for anyone really to just go down that rabbit hole, right? Of let's, com- let's say all the things that suck. You can say all the things that suck. Great. What are we going to do about it?
0: But not even just that. It's like, what is your biggest, what, like, actually go through and what do you want change on? Don't just complain about everything. What's the most important thing that you would like to get changed? What's going to be the most beneficial and
1: impactful? So you then make a list of like your top three that you go to admin with. Look, we need help with this, this, and this. And I feel like that happened last week where I was having teachers Conversations with teachers, like as a group and with them individually, and then I just went to Cho and said, "Like and Witter, Witter's our uh, our curriculum guy, and Miss Cho is our grade level dean or our school dean, student dean." Um, I just went to them and said, "Look, these are things that we're having a hard time with. Do you have any suggestions?" And they just keep pivoting. Like Witter just keeps changing the way he's doing stuff. There we go. Cause you got no shirt on. Okay. So they have, uh, they've just been like pivoting with us as they see the needs that we have. And then Witter has been doing just a good job of like, I don't always email him back cause I don't email people back, but like he's been emailing me regularly to just see like how things are going and what's going on and what he can do to help. And so I, I think it's making your, your concerns heard and then having like some ideas of like we were thinking this could we do this like what is the use of like like some things just don't don't fit in so yeah um cool what else uh mary kate is asking you've talked about church and faith as being important have you ever been able to stream that i just finished watching a stream mass from church right before this started uh i ever made a stream. Yeah, at.
0: we went to home church this morning. Yes, our church is streaming all our yeah. services.
1: Yeah, so we're a part of a church in Jersey called Change Church. Um, it's in Ewing, New Jersey, and they do like um, they do like an online service every week, and it's been good. I mean, it's just it's not the same, but then we've also like I, I find that in times like this, um, I'm needing to tap into that world even more because I just need to keep my mind straight. I need to keep myself as filled up and as ready as I can be for anything. Um, and when I'm, I, I, I think of it like this, someone once told be talking about meditation, for instance, right? And this could be prayer, it could be your time with God, whatever, whatever it is, right? Um, it could be, could be karate, right? But the more we do something, the more of it sort of uh stays with us so if you have a white washcloth and you dip it into wine take that out and you wring it out you could get it pretty clean again right like you want rinse on some water and it's not that stained but over time if you keep dipping it and rinsing out dipping it and rinsing it out over time that white cloth will become more and more pink and then red and then dark red and then you have a red cloth because you've dipped it in so many times and i think that the things that it's makes me think about what am I dipping myself into? Right. So that is going to stay with me. Is it TV? And like, there's certain TV shows, like I just can't go there. Like I can't watch because I don't want that rattling around in my head. Cause I, I don't let the things go very easily. Um, we can watch like the most dark, weird, crazy stuff. Um, but, and my wife can go right to bed, but I'm like, I can't, can't watch silence of the lambs and then just go to bed. Cause I'm just sitting here thinking about wild bill. And, all the crazy stuff that happened in that movie. Um so yeah, I just am like mindful of that stuff during this time, especially um because I I want to just be at my best. Um Alex Q is asking best tips for dealing with parents. I have a ton of parents that are hitting me up that like their kid handed something in five minutes ago and the grades not in there and where is it and how come you didn't grade it yet? I've just been trying to communicate with parents and students as best I can. So I'll get like a kid. um, I was talking about this in a video the other day. Um, What was his email address? He didn't even send it from the school email. It was Um, booby-dooby. It was like booby-dooby 7617 emails me. Yo, why you keep giving me Fs? I I don't got the work. All right. So in all lowercase letters. So I say... I could get aggravated by this because I made a video explaining the directions. I made the directions on the Google Classroom that were numbered and bulleted. So like, do this, then do this, then do this. Then on the paper, I also had directions that were like pointing out like, here's exactly what I want you to do. For you to just say, how do I do this? Like that was a response I got. How do I do this? That was from, um, who was it? Thug Runner. Uh, sent me that email. And so I just respond back. Hello, thug runner. Good afternoon, booby dooby. Um, I'm so sorry that I didn't get back to you in a more timely fashion, as I have this many students doing this many assignments, and I'm still trying to figure out how to do this online learning thing. Um, Please know that your child's uh, education and their well-being are of the utmost concern to me. It is the most important thing, especially in this time where I know they could potentially be feeling a lot of anxiety, a lot of uncertainty about what school looks like going forward, about their grade, about passing for the year. Please know those things are all important to me because they are important to them. If you have any questions, please let me know and I'll be sure to get back to you within a reasonable amount of time, which is right now looking about 24 to 48 hours out. Uh, after I get an email um, and then just reminding parents of that is it always goes really well this is why I never have issues with parents I've been yelled at I've been walked out on by two parents in the last 15 years of teaching that have like walked out of my room freaking out right but every single time a parent comes in no matter how mad they are it's almost like a game to me where I'm like oh this is gonna be so awesome because they come in and they're I think so it's pissed really
0: a gaming. Between all of your colleagues. Like they know that you're so good at it. So they like text you. And and they'll text it. me
1: like, this mom is pissed. She's going She's to come at you. <laughs> at you with a knife. And I'm like, bring it. Because when it comes, because when I can tell a parent, I'm only doing it because I care about your student. I'm only doing it because I think that they can do well. What I'm doing is caring for your kid more than anything else in this moment. They are the only thing that matters to me. More than me being right, more than me being um, annoyed, more than anything about me, it's about your kid. And so parents can't argue with that because that is what they are there for, too. It's not about me and my pride or my rules or anything. If a
0: teacher say that to me, I would... I think I would fall over. I never had one teacher say that to me. But it's that children.
1: simple, and that's how really, I I win with every single parent conversation. That conversation. Wall
0: just comes, from, and I'm the mean mom that comes in oh, I know. And the I've pissed seen off you. mom to like. She, she really is. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, teachers. No. My babies are you're my like
1: babies. The, it's um, like, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm the mean mom, but if I had an educator say that to a teacher, say that to me, literally, it's instant. My wall would be down.
1: Yeah, because you're there fighting for your yeah. kid, and when you realize. We're both fighting for the same thing. I'm like,
0: all right, we're down. Let's partner.
1: Yeah. So what does that look like? You know what I mean? Like, or how can I be of more service to you? Or what do you think your kid needs from me that I'm not actively giving them now? And it's being, I think it's about that level of vulnerability to say, look, I don't have all the answers, but I want to figure them out. And you know your kid better than I do. So what can I do? She
0: said, and what's best for your child? That's it. it. Nobody ever asked me that It's my kids. If someone asked me that, and any of Brody's teachers, I would have been you're my new best friend. Like, I love you. Thank you for saying yep. that. Like, but nobody ever did. And I felt like as much as I tried to share with teachers, like what's best because I, my kids particular, he's not the average. Yep. Um, I felt like they never really listened.
1: Even bad parents know more than teachers do about their yep. kids o- overall. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you've had them for 14 years. Then they come to me. Yep. And I might know more about kids by the time the school year is over. Like they share stuff with me and tell me stuff. But like that parent has a knowledge that I'll never have um, because they live with that kid. So that's just important to remember. Um, Question. What are you doing for teaching from home? So for our kids right now, we're like I am uh, doing. So we're doing gardening. We're doing baking. We're doing. um, Right. Is that what they're asking or are they talking about?
0: I don't know if that's for
1: our kids or... So I'll do both. For my kids, it's a lot of like regular stuff, but how does that look um, as Edu- like education-wise? Listening to podcasts, making comic books, creating this stuff. Um, <laughs> and I'm trying to see if she doesn't know weird crap around no, here. No, it's all in the kitchen. Uh, doing woodworking, doing um, gardening, like I said, like planting seeds mm-hmm. and talking about pollen and talking about bees and talking about... How things work in the garden and compost and um mushroom compost in particular and um reading. Uh my wife is a really, really good allowed reader with the kids, like does all the voices and is really great with it. Um, so stuff like that, watching shows, we've been watching like like uh anything that's on the NAT Geo side of the Disney Plus channel. So we've been watching all that stuff and like, but it takes forever to watch because we literally like pause it every single time. Like, you know, we watched a show about Alcatraz the other day and we were talking about social justice and it was like pausing it all the time to kind of talk about this stuff. Um, Yeah. So, and then for my students, it's using New York times and scholastic really. And then just breaking it down, giving very small chunk size, things like here's a reading passage and here's four questions but i'm doubling down on the quality of the responses so you can't give me some half ass response or say i don't know or have bad grammar punctuation um or capitalization i'm really hammering down hard on that stuff because i want the quality to be there even though the quantity is not there
0: um and yes we are very glad that this was the year that we decided to homeschool. oh
1: for sure yeah
0: um Okay, I I think we're we're good. Yeah, here's a great last question. To end
1: okay, I'm hungry. Um, hungry. I'm, I've been hungry a lot. I've I eaten so you much. Just ate I'm you telling you, even I'm gonna this. end up like Fat Thor by the end of. <laughs> this. I'm gonna go back to school. I think I'm gonna like get fit, but the kids are gonna be like Reynolds. You're like 900 pounds now. Um, I've been in quarantine for two weeks. This is uh jazzy. Uh, I've been in quarantine for two weeks now, and I'm still in contact with my pupils, but I feel relieved to be out for a while. Does this being a bit relieved make me a bad teacher? I kind of feel guilty. Not in the least. I feel awesome. Um, I am. Look, it is here. Here's the the thing too. saying that I'm having a really great time overall. Like I like I went food shopping the other day. We went food shopping and I feel like we bickered for most of the time. We got on each other's nerves a lot uh, because like you're Your anxiety is like is on 10. So it's just like someone touches you and you're like, get out of here. This is social distance, keep away from me. And it's like
0: well, it's hard because there's not a whole lot of distance in an aisle, right? Even and people are walking
1: up to you, and they're people are coughing and sneezing, and you're like, dude, what are you doing? You're gonna kill us all. So (laughs) I think that although this is a really difficult time for some people, right? Like if you're in the restaurant industry, if you are a construction worker, you're if you have natural and, natural like, marriage. but like people aren't making money, They're, they are, don't have money for rent. They don't have money for food. I just don't think that I, I can be sensitive to that. I absolutely am. And I feel for people. I know my brother is out of work cause he does sound for bands and stuff like that. And no one's on tour right now. Um, it doesn't mean we have to feel bad about doing okay. I am really enjoying waking up whenever I want. I'm really enjoying like the rest of the day today. I'm going to go spend time in my wood shop and build things. And some of them are for my class and some of them are for my home. And some of them are weird stuff I'm making with the kids. I'm enjoying watching a movie every day at lunch with my kids or part of a movie and my daughter baking and eating a bunch of junk. And, um, I last night for dinner, I had cookie dough and beer. (laughs) That's what I had for dinner last night. And it was friggin' awesome. And
0: just to let everybody know, I was willing to make dinner. I she had was. salmon, I and wasn't cauliflower. Hungry. Nobody wanted dinner. I didn't. So I everyone eat junk.
1: So around 9:30, I just had a bunch, <laughs> I had a bunch of cookie dough on a spoon and drank beer. So in that, I don't think that because it's hard for everyone or for a lot of people that we can't take joy in the fact that we are off. Use the time. I'm trying to make lemonade out of this. I'm trying to be better when I get out of this. My whole mindset every day is how do I come out of quarantine better, stronger, smarter, more of what I want to be than with than than I was going into it. And so, if I look at it as a gift, where I get time off, I get I get to move at my own pace then that's how I'm choosing to look at it. And I think that that is completely, completely fine. You will find that in your school, there are times when you're teaching with people that hate the school year, that the kids are awful for them. Does that mean you don't shout a kid out? So like if a kid's great for you and they're not good for other people, does that mean you don't say anything about it? Does that mean you don't applaud when someone does something good or or say how the principal handled something really well? Even though everyone hates the principal, it's like, no, you you, you act out of, out of that appreciation all the time. Um, and I just think that that is, that is important. What did Darius say last night? He said, um, about mindset that your life doesn't change. When you change your life, your life changes when you change your mind yes. and it's, how are you choosing to look at it? So again, your life doesn't change when you change your life, your life changes. When you change your mind, when you change the way you're looking at the situation and, it starts with our mind, and I am, you know, I, I just feel blessed in this moment to have this time off with my family, with my kids, with, you know, d- with a little bit of social distancing. It just makes me feel like, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder that when I see those people again and I get to hug them and see them and care about them. It's like, yeah, I'm just going I'm going Nicolas Cage route in Con Air. That's what I'm doing. When Nicolas Cage and Con Air. Remember, we went to jail with his mullet yeah. and they learned how to do all that crazy stuff in jail. That's how I'm just choosing to look at it instead of. The, i don't know other jail movies where people don't grow as much
0: yeah i hear you i,
1: I can't think of any right well, you now you just
0: waste your time so it's like everybody wants time time is the commodity for everything
1: yeah
0: um but i think what do you like I, stuff for done. me i've been this last week was more of a waste time for me i'm looking forward to this next week being back more on a getting up earlier schedule and yeah like using my time wisely to do things instead of just letting the day go by and go oh crap it's Really, really
1: late. Well, that gets boring, too. Yeah, right? so like, it's I'm like, done
0: with it. I did that for a while. I'm good yeah. with that. And now I want to no, do it, stuff.
1: It feels good to, like, get stuff done. Yeah. Um, and that means, kids, that means you got to change your pants. All right? That's what that really means, is that you have to change your pants. Uh Whimsical teacher said, um, at this stage of her life, she goes, I have my morning pajamas and my nighttime pajamas. <laughs> and so, you know, it's getting – the sun's going down. You got to change into your nighttime pajamas. So, yeah. Um, cool. We good? Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's
1: still other questions. Cool. All right. Um, we're gonna go because I'm starving and I want to go eat something. Um, look, gang, we're gonna be on Instagram every single day uh at 12 o'clock uh Eastern time. And so tomorrow I'm on with my friend Jen Jones, and then this week there is uh Allison Apsey is gonna be on with me. Teach Spire Inspire Hustle, teach inspire, teach, okay. hustle, inspire is on um Jonathan Alshmeyer. wrote next level teaching and some mystery person that I can't.
0: Oh, uh, Eric from,
1: uh, is it Dustin? I think Dustin's coming on.
0: Yeah.
1: He's a big deal. Like he's awesome teacher. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: some elementary. And then
1: if you, if there's somebody that you think I should have on or should go live with on Instagram, please let me know. And then tomorrow, um, I'll put this link out somewhere. I'm going to do a zoom call with my friend Adele who teaches in Israel. And we're going to talk about some of this stuff too. And like how they're kind of figuring out and framing some of the stuff
0: for that on facebook so
1: yeah i'll post it on facebook Um, i'll post it in the facebook group Um, so that's it gang i hope you have a great week and thanks for being awesome
0: stay safe stay healthy
1: stay safe and healthy healthy and safe that's how you get it Oh no, that's stupid. And that's it for this week, gang. Look, if you ever want to have your question answered on Sunday Night Teacher Talk, all you have to do is show up at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on my YouTube channel, Real Rap with Reynolds, and I'd be happy to answer any question that you put out there. Nothing is off the table. Thanks so much for your support. We really, really appreciate it, and I hope you have a great week. Peace.